I've been going on for a while. I'm mystified at some of these people who are in a position of power in corporations, these individuals who decide to put themselves out in front of the dreaded media. And it seems to me they have no clue. They shouldn't be there. To comment further on this, Neryl East. Neryl's a credibility expert. Hello, Neryl. Hi there, Mike. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. Uh, let's go to Brad Banducci. Now, I always wondered why Mr. Banducci put himself out in front of the cameras and the microphones in the first place. But then he compounded it with this little contretemps uh, with the man from the ABC. And I've had a number of calls telling me, you know, he threw his to- toys out of the cot and one thing and another. Some people say, was it fair? Was it right? And all that sort of thing. But these leaders who put themselves out front, why do they do it? What's going on here? Are they getting bad advice? Do they have no idea what's going to happen to them? Does nobody prepare them for what they're going to face? Well, the bottom line is, if you're the CEO of a business like Woolworths, facing the sort of controversy that they're facing, it's essential that the CEO has the skills to stand up publicly and explain the position. We still mightn't agree. It still mightn't be a pretty story. It certainly isn't going to be positive. But to be able to stand up and do that with a degree of credibility. You know, I wasn't on the inside of the tent, but I can imagine that Woolworths has got a great communications team that I'm sure gave uh, fearless advice to the CEO. But something went terribly wrong between that advice and the actual delivery. And the result was what we saw the other night. On and off years ago, I had the occasional side hustle where I would, for a fee, uh, I suppose, go to the other side and advise people who are going to face the harsh glare of the media spotlight how they might come out of it. Now, you say, for example, it's essential to leave the combative attitude behind and be human. And I found that a bit, you know, with people who would, and when I get on his program, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to show him. And I would say, uh, yeah, okay, do you want to show him or do you want to come out of this looking good? I remember doing something for an AMA group years ago, and they were taking that view. And I said, how do you want to come out of this? You know, do you want to put the guy in his place? Or do you want to have people watching think you're Dr. Mac, and they'd like to go visit you, and they would trust you? And they did actually get that. But doesn't anybody do this anymore? Well, they do do it, but I think something went terribly wrong. And what really, from a viewer's point of view, what went wrong, that in the moment, that CEO didn't manage his personal state. And this is so important. We can have the best media training in the world and the best briefing, Mm. but it really comes down, if you're a leader in the spotlight, it really comes down to how you perform, how you deliver in that moment when the spotlight is on. And outstanding leaders are the ones who are able to put all their own personal feelings aside, because I guess we're all human. Most people have self-doubts and all those things, and it's a stressful experience, but they're able to put that to one side, not be distracted, and just focus on the job at hand, which is explaining the position, the message, as clearly as possible, but in a way that shows some relatability with the audience. Again, the audience doesn't have to agree with you, but in my view, it's entirely possible to deliver bad news, but still have people not shooting the messenger. They can still look at you and have some trust and respect Mm. that you've at least stood up and had a go and you've been authentic in doing that. 
I had a conversation on this program with Neil Mitchell a while ago. Now, Neil has been doing this for a while, and he said to me that he was amazed, particularly with politicians who would come into the studio and while the news is on or the commercial break or whatever, they come across as personable, even likable human beings. But as soon as, in his experience, particularly with some of them, he opened the microphone, they became nervous, sweating wrecks. Could that be because they're lying their head off? Well, I think it's because inherently doing a media interview can be a, a stressful situation, especially if you're in a position where you are going to be asked tough questions and any yeah. interviewer worth their salt is going to ask tough questions. But what I've found and what I've observed in leaders who are outstanding communicators is being willing to be as open as possible. I mean, back in the day, and I've certainly done plenty of media skills training in my time as well, back in the day it was all about training people not to answer the question. And I want to suggest that those days are gone. People can see deeply into into your business now. It's a, it's a different world, but plenty of leaders are still operating in that old paradigm and that just won't cut it. But leaders who are willing to be as open as possible, and granted, there are some issues and some things that they can't discuss fully, maybe for legal reasons or other reasons, but to be as authentic as possible and to put an emphasis on getting the right balance between that hard-edged strength you were referring to earlier, but also that human warmth. If they can strike that right balance and be authentic, I believe it's possible to maintain trust and get your message across. Maybe not entirely win the audience over, but it doesn't have to be the sort of train wreck we saw on our screens this week. See, you've used that word twice there, authentic. And I discuss this with people occasionally and say, I know it's a bit overworked, but it is essential in this day and age. I guess it's tough if you've got something you want to spin, something you want to uh, keep undercover for a while, but still engage in a conversation. Well, I think the days of spin are over. And, yeah. you know, as I say, I've certainly engaged in spin and trained people to do that in the past, but I don't think that that's a feasible approach anymore. I think it's much more about being genuine, being real, telling it as it is, telling it warts and all, even if that reflects badly on you and your business. You might cop some short-term pain, but in the long term, you're building credibility and building reputation. But ducking and weaving and tap dancing around the edge, deflecting, blaming other people, we've seen it all from some of our corporate leaders and other leaders in the last 12 months or so. It's just going to end up with uh, you know people like us discussing people like them on radio programs <laughs> and I guess uh, creating lessons for leaders about what not to do in pressure situations. Really moving away from that lack of authenticity and focusing on being clear, being straight down the line and building long-term trust. I used to think there was a healthy scepticism in this country, but it concerns me now, I think, with a lot of regular folks. That's turned into a more dismissive cynicism. We really need that communication between regular folks and people who are in a position to pull the levers. And uh, uh, down the track, I, I just see it being really a problem if that isn't restored. Well, research on trust, you know, bears that out, exactly what you're saying, that really we don't know who to trust anymore. I mean, we've come through the kind of trauma of the last few years, yeah. but research shows, you know, we social media is the Wild West. We don't trust or believe necessarily what we're seeing or hearing across the, the media more broadly. We don't 
trust government. Trust in government's never been lower. We kind of trust business leaders, but I'd suggest that our corporate uh, leaders haven't been uh, perfect role models in the public domain in the last little while. That's right. So I think people are really struggling to know who to trust and then they'll turn to all sorts of sources and that might be their neighbour over the fence who's the expert on all things. That's who they listen to. That's whose advice they take. That leads to you know some very interesting decision-making. Essentially, it seems your position is if you've got to deal with the media, a bit of short-term pain is long-term gain and you do need to have that authenticity. Absolutely. And expect tough questions. Obviously, you're playing in the media's sandpit. That's their job. True. But go for clarity rather than just trying to defend your position. It's about trying to make things clearer for people, but not necessarily defending yourself in the process. Focusing on being defensive, we're going to end up with the sort of thing that we saw this week. Narol, appreciate your time and comments. Thank you. Thank you. Narol East is a credibility expert.